0: Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly
1: Butts. Hello, and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of April 18th, 2022, and I'm back in the studio with both of my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Yay. All right. I'm so glad to have both of you guys back. Not that I haven't enjoyed our guest, Jeff. Don't, don't tell him I'm excited. Don't listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both Justin and Ken are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome back, gentlemen.
2: Good to hear your voice again, Molly. Yeah, welcome.
1: Absolutely, it's a good. It's good day. to have
2: my uh, my ride or die with me yeah. again today.
1: Feels it feels like
2: right.
0: some synergy going. Yeah, the customers <laughs> can finally buy lumber again. The boys are back.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, Ken, I hope that you're well rested after some time off. It's good to have you both back. I'm not really even sure quite where to start today. So it's probably good that I'm, finger quotes, just the host and finger quotes. And you two are the experts. Although that said, you know that I do my research and continues to be interesting times. Looks like housing starts came out again this week and they are up again. A little surprising. And also sounds like there continues to be some weakening in the DIY sector. Best of all, it looks like maybe the Easter bunny brought us some lower lumber prices. (laughs) I might still argue that Cadbury eggs are better, but I'm probably I'm probably in the minority on that one now that I think about it. So let's think we
2: can all agree upon that Easter candy is the best candy of any holiday. I mean, I love to
1: Perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see what our listeners have to say, and maybe they'll give us some feedback on Easter candy. But for now, let's jump back into what they probably want to know, which is Give us an overview of the lumber market for the last couple of weeks.
0: Dibs, I'm going first, uh, only because I'm Ooh, super right. sweaty and I've had six <laughs> cups of coffee and the market's going crazy. <laughs> and I'm going to black out if I don't say it first. Yeah. So You know, I, you know that, that things are, you're busy if you have the pit lines. Right, right. yeah. Right. If I'm it's using true. the antiperspirant extra strength or just the regular. Right. And then reloading Yeah, after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Reapply. <laughs> keep, all keep right. Get yeah. the desk stick. In. Okay, yep. <laughs> yeah. hmm First combination of a few things going on, we are coupling a springtime buy and guys kind of uh, finding levels in the market that they can invest in, can make a good profit in, um, see opportunity with, coupling that with still very difficult logistics, especially out of Canada. Right, I think the last time I was on this podcast, I think I said wall of wood 14 different times. And certainly there is wood in Canada, but it's no secret that it is tough to get it across the border right now i put some orders together this morning before we recorded out of Canada that are ready next week and it'll probably take four weeks to get here. So uh, that's just the reality of that fiber basket and logistics. The trust and component manufacturing sphere, without a doubt, is the active sector over the last two weeks from my eyes on this trading floor. Everyone's participating to some degree. Those guys are really going in. We're seeing lots of big blocks being bought. Guys storing a little extra wood for late spring or early summer. The values have been all over the place. I'd say uh, in terms of grades, I haven't seen as much MSR being consumed in the West, predominantly because it's tough out of Canada. I've seen a lot of one and better and select truck being worked in the markets, and even some of the traditional two and better type users substituting to a one and better type product. So webstock also has been all over the board because it closely parallels the stud market which always leads the market up, always leads the market down. There's been a lot of substitution in that ballpark as well, right? Where you might have been forced into buying stud grade product. Maybe you can get a two and better kind of thing. Same idea. Cut it up yourself. You buy a nine, you make a four and a five or, or whatever you might have there. Trust guys are certainly being nimble right now. And guys are taking positions for the spring. I expect that to continue next week. Now, I don't want any of my listeners thinking, oh, gosh, I got to go buy five months worth of wood today, right now. Ken Timmons told me I got to do it. Not what I'm saying. I think previous recordings have been saying 30, 45 days is healthy. And I'd say we kick that out. It's actually 45 to 60 days is healthy right now. We're, we're in a, a more optimistic spot in the market, but we still don't need to get uh, too far over our ski. Justin, what do you think? Uh, ditto.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How do you follow that? I mean, the guy's on fire. I, I, I thought it's a great, uh, great synopsis. Um, I will say, you know, if we're talking yellow pine. We had a lot pulled out of the market, obviously, over the past uh, six plus weeks. And um, we saw prices get down. And, and if you look at kind of the, the COVID era, uh, go by dating back to the early part of 2020, we found support levels in ranges that we've, we've now uh, succumbed to on several products and throughout the South. Um, so a level of comfort is there for buyers, but also the need is there, which which Ken touched on. And, and you did, Molly, in, in your intro with housing starts. Yeah, a little bit surprising um, to some degree, but um, I kind of figured that's where we'd be. I think more of the potential surprises really lie in the third and fourth quarter of this year, as we look at external factors that are in the forefront of a lot of people's minds. Um, I know we've touched on these things and everybody's thinking about them daily, whether cost of housing, the inflation, interest rates, war, things that we're all thinking about every day. So that I think, you know, as interest rates continue to rise, the overall median house pricing continuing to rise, um, there's certainly some concerns as we move forward and how much money is available. Quote unquote cheap money and feel how, how many people feel comfortable with what they're going to face in, in potentially buying a home or cost of goods or fuel and, and so forth. So, what we're kind of eating on today was already captured behind us. All right. And so that's got to get done. And Ken touched about logistics, you know, that that's still an issue. Now, shipments are actually up out of Canada currently, but he's exactly right. There, it doesn't mean we're, you know, out of jail by any means. There's still, you know, I'm talking to a sawmill this morning, and uh, I've got wood, but it's like, okay, and I like the price. When can you ship it? Yeah, four weeks, maybe six weeks. Depends if it's CPCN, you know, what the the destination final destination is based on car allocation. Again, four to six weeks, right, for wood that's on the ground. I'm not talking about order file here, meaning they're selling for four weeks out. They're selling, you know, prompt wood, uh, but if you got to put it on a car, you're going to wait a while. So. That's an issue out of the West. That's still an issue out of the East. And we've actually seen it in some domestic mills in the South as well that like to load cars and that's a big part of their business. They're struggling with rail car capacity. So that issue, again, it's still prevalent, hasn't gone away in terms of trucking and trucks in the South. Things have been moving a little bit better. The rate, we haven't seen much fluctuation. I've seen a couple spots where some fuel surcharges have decreased uh, over the past week, it very minimal. With that said, things have been a little bit more fluid in the south. But now, you know, just with our floor alone, you know, looking at our sales, which Ken alluded to here, you know, in the last couple of days maybe we dumped 400 trucks into the system, right? That got to get moved over a two-day period. Uh, that's just little old American International, right? So you, you start doing some math on that <laughs> across the greater South and West and East and whatever, you're going to start having even more difficulties trucking and more capacity issues. And guys and gals have had this mentality of when the market's correcting the way it has and prices are coming back, you know, the old adage, nobody wants to catch the falling knife. So with that said, they're kind of, they're dwindling it down. They're seeing prompt offerings. They want to see some dirt before they have to place an order on their yard. Well, you've waited too long at that point. Don't push that fact aside that just because something's prompt, you're going to get it immediately. Now, there's cases where that can happen. But anyways, I'm beating a dead horse here. We've talked about this a lot. Give, shifting back more and towards pricing and what I'm seeing out there, we're, we're seeing a uh, yellow pine that you found some traction on two by eight. That was kind of the first to solidify some price levels, followed by two by six and then two by four, two by 10, two by 12, still struggling a bit. But we're seeing a lot of crossover species being traded in terms of yellow pine being substituted. Uh, into different marketplaces due to the fact that it's such a discount to other species but a lot of that product now is is out of the market mills are raising prices Uh, not crazy you know like we've seen here in the in the recent future uh, past a little more what's the word i'm looking for? just not as aggressive like they're selling product enough to keep it going enough to start pulling a premium it's difficult for me because i can't you know, talk about price <laughs> right, or anything.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's Like doing so high-level calculus, <laughs> you got to use only letters for the numbers. <laughs> the order files haven't been pushed like they were last year. Last not, year, in no. this time of the year, we sold for all of summer. No, right, twelve weeks.
2: And, it's not and like I, w- that. I would say, you know, when you look at starts and permits, and you look at the time of the year, and, and production gets better. Right? right, weather's not as much of a factor, so you really start to kind of see where do we lie in terms of supply and demand in that balance. And I think right now what we're, what we're seeing is, is relatively healthy in terms of product entering the market, production that's available versus the the demand that is there. And also to Ken's point, you know, I think people, again, they, we've been in this mantra of, you know, nobody wants to get burned or I don't want to get caught with all this inventory or, or so. So the, the buying strategy has changed. And I know we've touched on this in the past, but it's still in effect, right? And so you're seeing shorter periods of Consolidation as we move through this year, and the overall approach to the market. So I expect a good, healthy market over the next thirty days. I would say at least we kind of go from there. But right now we're still taking it as kind of a day by day trade. But we certainly are, uh, you know, more friendly to the market than we have been over the past several weeks. Things are uh, looking up, and uh, business is still very good out there. From what I'm hearing from most folks, they're extremely busy and seeing a lot more participation in the market.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that, JB. I usually um, hit up both Jess, Jess Lowe's and Sean Shields before just, you know, what are they hearing from people and what's going on in their ears when they're talking with component manufacturers and, you know, other people in the industry. And that was something that Sean actually said, you know, it's like a lot of the media is using the word softening and I'm hearing that in webinars I'm attending and other things. And it's sort of like, but is that really true? Because we're still up month over month. And you know what I'm hearing you guys say today, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, uh, Ken, your one of your favorite words you use is choppy, and your fill in Jeff said spongy. I'm not hearing <laughs> I'm not hearing those words from you guys today. I'm I'm getting a sense of a little more calm. Um, I don't think either of you said that either, but just less chaos, a little more steadiness in, you know, inventory levels that kind of go along with what's actually being, you know, traded and purchased and all of that. Is that is that the case? Is that am I reading that right?
2: For the most part, I mean, I, I think each each species um, is is obviously traded a little bit differently, and also from obviously a production standpoint, you look at the South; it's it's fragmented into three zones. I use the word choppy once, maybe fragmented. You know, I don't know what my word is if I have one. Let me know. But get a word.
1: We're just trying to determine, like, is there some calm in the market right now? It's just sort of like some consistency?
2: That's right. Yeah, the smoke's kind of clearing yeah. here, and again, people are feeling comfortable at these levels you know, the softness that was in the market has mostly dissipated yeah. at this point. That doesn't mean that it's going to go up, you know, gazillion you know, dollars this week. Um, but it's, again, I, I look at it from a supply and demand from the time of the year. also think we had a lot of business potentially that was taken from the first half of the year that may be a portion of spring business too in the early half of the year. So that's
0: that's something that is a possibility as well. So completely yeah I agree um, and just to clarify when I when I say choppiness uh, the the uh, degree of choppiness is different sure right like a month ago if I said choppy <laughs> that's like we're on the Titanic choppy choppy today is like you got your six-year-old a toy axe and he's out in the backyard you know trying to split wood right it's to a very much lessening degree now I do have that written at the top of my note page from this morning at 5:30 a.m. but I would say throughout the day certainly today with the increased action we're seeing on our floor, it is less choppy. The trend is that it is going in a more firm pace. Would I say it's tighter than the lid on a pickle jar? Food reference? No. <laughs> but I think uh, we're heading in a direction where it could build up to be something
1: like that. Wait, is it tighter than the tinfoil on a Cadbury egg? That's where we need to go with this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Because
1: like I like Easter good. candy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. be shy about that.
2: Yeah, I was battling with the little Hershey ones the other day, <laughs> getting the foil off those <laughs> a little suckers. <laughs>
1: i love it well this feels like some of the most positive news or i don't know positive i I hate to go there because i don't want it to be positive and negative necessarily i just feel like this there feels like a little more consistency and i like that you guys are are saying that what what can we expect in the next couple of weeks i mean what you know what advice do you have as far as where we should go before we meet up again
2: yeah i think you can expect um lumber harder to get so uh you know Again, is it, is it a runaway train? No, I don't think so. And, and again, I may change my mind in an hour from now. But as I'm seeing things unfold right now, I'm seeing a better balance in the market again with supply and demand, takeaway, mills creating order file that's the word sustainable, yeah right? Yeah, it's just, not yeah. like, oh, we're sold out off the market. we're not gonna have anything for six weeks. Like that's not, that's not what's happening. They're getting inter- incremental gains, seeing daily participation in the market. And that participation seems to be growing with momentum every day at this yeah. point, and really kind of really kind of kicked into high gear uh, end of last week. Friday,
0: yeah, yeah. So and minimal. then you
2: had people kind of sniffing around, kicking some tires. You know, the week before that. So I expect to see guys in guys and gals placing orders, um, solidifying their kind of their spring needs right now at these levels. And I, I view it. You know, again, you made a great point. It's like not good news or bad news. It is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all spokes on the wheel. We don't have control of it. We're kind of you know along mm-hmm. for the ride, per se. But where I do see good news, you know, is the fact that people are getting some lumber at levels that that are historically and even that's historical references out the window. Sure. Again, yeah. maybe if you go over this two point four year period, I'm <laughs> pretty good right? Over that short historical portion, right? If we go back to source, like, this is crazy. We're all-time highs on pretty much everything. Yes, that's true. But in today's, today's market, in today's environment, you know, these price levels are, you know, I'm glad people are able to take advantage of some of this pricing and being able to get wood when they need it and the products that they need, which is great.
0: Yeah. And I'd say really additionally on that point, the great news is we almost have 1.9 million housing starts. That's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that this morning. How how thankful and blessed should we be that we're not at 1.2 or 1.1? Not to say that, you know, we will get back there eventually and that'll be okay too. But all things considered, I know we always kind of leave on this note, but we are really as an industry in a great spot. The country is underbuilt. Millennials and Gen Zs and whatever the other groups are, they need a place to live. There's going to be a lot of need for the skills and talents of the people in this industry. And I'm excited to be able to meet more people, help more people, do what our industry does best.
1: I love it. JB, any yeah, final words before said. we wrap up today?
0: No, I, I can't again. I, I can't top <laughs> his
2: intro or his outro. But yeah, we're we're super blessed to work in a phenomenal industry with great people and yeah, we'll see where tomorrow takes us.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys. I think J.B., our, our takeaways for today are to drink as much coffee as Ken and so we can be on his level. And uh, <laughs> I think with that, uh, that will wrap up our episode for the week. Thank you guys, Ken and Dresden. I appreciate your continued expertise and enthusiasm. And as always, I've enjoyed our time together. All will be a brief.
0: Thanks, Paul. Thanks, that. Yeah,
1: Looking forward to the next installment, guys. Thank you.
0: This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.